Hey guys, coming up on this episode, Rory Ransberg is here. He is the 2021 Fort Wayne City Golf Champion. Uh, he just won over the weekend at Brookwood. Uh, by the way, shout out to Brookwood, uh, Mike Harris for hosting uh, an awesome event. The course was in great shape, um, although I was just a field filler. Um, the course was great, and uh, in some pretty cut, tough conditions, Rory uh, really played well the whole week and uh, played a phenomenal final round to win by a couple over Joe Hayden. So it's good to talk to Rory, get to know him a little bit, um, get some insight on um, on his his methods and and what was working on, uh, well for him this past week. Um, so hope you enjoy. Welcome to your best bets. Uh, generally, we are talking about betting on the PGA Tour uh, for most of our golf shows. Um, we've we've kind of gone a different route tonight. Uh, a very very special guest, the 2021 uh, Fort Wayne City Champion, is with us, uh, Rory Ransberg. Rory, thanks for being with me, uh, and congratulations, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Was there? Um, was there a big celebration Sunday night that ensued, uh, you know, after, after the victory? Yeah. I, I stayed at the course for a little while and, uh, then I, I had to get back, but yeah, we had a good time. Nice. Nice. Um, so for, for those that maybe, you know, were, were sleeping under a rock over the weekend, uh, uh, you win the city championship at Brookwood. Um, which, you know, for those that don't know, it's a 54-hole tournament. Um, you go into the final rounds you know, tied for the lead with, with Heath Peters. Uh, you shoot a final round 69 and get it done. Um, I want to go back before the event, though. Where was your mindset kind of coming into this event? Um, where was your, your confidence? Um, um, you know, kind of what, what was your expectation, I guess, coming into the city? Well, I, you know, my goal was to win. But uh, I played in a tournament about a month ago with a friend in Logansport, and we won that by four strokes. I played really well. So, you know, under pressure and stuff like that, you know, I, I felt like my game was in a good spot. Um, previously, back in June, I wasn't – I was hitting the ball fine, but I wasn't really putting scores together. So, yeah. got a new putter and – kind of got comfortable with that and it all kind of came together at the city. So, And uh, I know you have a good history at Brookwood. I, I think it was uh, last year you won the hall of fame by I think like seven shots. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously you have a good vibe, good feeling when you play that golf course, uh, you know, For sure. kind, of, kind of like, like tiger at Firestone or something where you're <laughs> just like, you get there and you, you have a certain confidence level, but what, what is it about that golf course specifically that, that suits your game? Well, it's pretty open off the tee. So there's not a whole lot of pressure of, you know, keeping in between the trees and out of water. So you can just kind of freewheel it off the tee. And then from there, just try to hit greens. And I feel like I can read the greens there pretty well for some reason. Like I don't, some courses you play and you just can't figure it out, but, 
yeah. at least the last couple of years I played there, I've just kind of got the greens dialed in, uh, just play less break and kind of trust your read and, and sit a little firmer. Was, that was pretty much what I did all weekend. My speed was really good. So even if I did knock it past, it wasn't like, uh, you know, I had a bunch of five or six footers coming back or leaving them short. So. And for those that aren't familiar with Brookwood or haven't played it, you know, there's, I would say, and see if you agree with me, three of the four par fives are, you know, holes you can really take advantage of. You can really, sure. really beat up the par fives and, and the greens in general are just flatter than a lot of the courses that, you know, that we have around here. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you were to describe your game to someone, how, you know, just kind of how you play, what's your style of play? How, how would you describe it? I'm, I'm pretty aggressive. I am, uh, I would say I have learned to rein it back a little bit than maybe years ago, uh, just playing in some bigger tournaments and watching how, uh, some of my friends play, uh, Scott Perry and, and some better golfers. I played in a tournament back in September with them last year. And we played with some guys that were really good. A guy that played on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour. He they he actually, they actually just finished up and played with him. And I mean, he was just hitting center of fairways, not overdoing anything. I was like, I can play that way too. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, when in doubt, if I feel like driver is not the club, I'm going to lay back to a yardage that's not going to get me in trouble. And I started doing that. And then you find out, well, even the holes when you're, you know, maybe being less aggressive off the tee, just playing smarter you're giving yourself more opportunities. So uh, iron game was pretty good. I hit a few bad irons, but it was pretty windy on Sunday too. So, yeah, And I was looking at the stats and um, you, you did take advantage of the par fives. I think you were eight under on the par fives, but you played the par fours and six under. So I think that kind of reflects what you're saying that, you know, you, you, you did take advantage of the scoring holes, but you played even some of the tougher holes, uh, you know, really well. Um, so, Kind of talking about Brookwood and how you were feeling coming into the end of the tournament. You were gaining confidence over the summer. You know, you talk about the putter. So it sounds like it was a convert a convergence of everything aligning at the right time. Um, and and it's weird because you get a certain feel, a certain confidence on on certain courses. Um, you know, I, for me, I, I love playing Autumn. You know, I used to be a member at Autumn Ridge, and I, I just I get I just feel comfortable as opposed mm-hmm. to a place like Riverbend when I just ha- I just traditionally don't play that golf course very well. Doesn't fit my eye, but it sounds like Brookwood's just sort of one of those places for you. Yeah, and and I play Riverbend uh, quite a bit too. I have a lot of friends that play there, and and it, Riverbend is a course that you have to play at least five, six, seven times to learn how to play it. And there's quite a few courses like that out there too. I mean, autumn's kind of the same way. There's a bunch of water on a lot of tee shots and some dog legs and, and stuff like that, where you got to be comfortable to swing the club and pick your target and, and hit it there. So, um, but I, I feel like my game travels to about any course. It's just a matter of, you know, hitting the tee shots well and, and get myself in position. So you, you started the tournament with a 70 and it was obviously a solid score. And, and what's, what's your mindset going into a tournament like this, where, you know, scoring is going to be lower, you know, it's, 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 you know, pars less of a premium. You know, that, you know, you might have to get the double digits. 
Um, so when you start out, you know, a solid score, do you know you, you might have to turn it on at some point in the second or third round? Yeah, the, the second round, I think I was even through eight, maybe something like that. And, and somebody said Logan shot a 64 to get yeah. to 700. And I was like, well, that's decent. You know, I'm, I'm five back, you know, with yeah. eight or nine, 10 holes to go. I was like, if I'm going to get in this thing, I better start going. And then I think I birdied nine. I, I think I was six under the last 10 holes to finish on set on Saturday. So I uh, played well, had some friends out there watching me. So that kind of pumped me up and, and uh, you know, I wanted to hit good shots for them and, and uh, you know, made a few putts and, and so, it, I, I was just having fun. I, I was, I was in the zone, you know, as far as like my focus uh, and that, you know, if I did have a bad hole, I just let it go because I knew there was more opportunities out there and I can't let it carry over into the next one. So, uh, so, so you're tied for the 36 hole lead with, with Heath Peters uh, you know, mm-hmm. cha- champion from last year. And I'm always interested in, in guys that, that win tournaments like yourself or even, the, you know, the higher, higher level corn Ferry tour or, or the PGA tour, you know, talking about drawing on past experiences and, and just kind of having that somewhere in your brain. And I was looking at your, your numbers, just playing the, the Fort Wayne golf association and, and the three rivers tour the last two years. Um, and I don't even know if you're aware, but this was your 10th win over the last three years. Um, which by the way, is pretty solid. Um, yeah. um so winning that much, does it just, kind of innately come to you as you're sitting on the, the first tee on Sunday when you know you've done it before and you can kind of draw on those experiences? For sure. I mean, I, it it uh, gives you confidence to know that you can do it again. You know, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, guys that went on the PGA Tour, they'll, you know, that take a while to win one. You know, all of a sudden they'll probably win another one shortly after because – you know, their game's always been there. It's just a matter of trusting it and actually trying to win. Um, I think maybe years past, you know, I was maybe playing too scared or or didn't have the confidence to hold it together, you know, kind of let my emotions get the best of me. But I've kind of learned how to control those emotions under tournament conditions. So Sunday, um, I, I, yeah, I was kind of looking – you know, at the at the the top of the board, it was there's a lot of guys going into. Oh, Sunday. it was stacked up there. Yeah, yeah. There's total a shootout. I mean, you could probably say ten guys could have won if they. Yeah. You know, they, they shot a low number, but uh, you start off with birdie. You know, which you know, you I think, you know, you just tend to expect that you'll make at least a birdie. Uh, if, you know, if you're playing well there, and uh, um, looks like things are going at least solidly until six. You make a double bogey on six. Uh, yes. What is your, what is your mindset walking off six green um, at that point? I was glad it, it could have easily been a triple. Who knows? I mean that that pin was up front, and uh, I hit an eight iron off the tee. I was trying to it was blowing probably fifteen twenty mile an hour, kind of in and to the left, and I was just trying to get it up there somewhere, and then pulled it a little bit and drew it, and the wind got it, and it was like all the way down on that side hill. My main goal was just to get it up there on the green. Didn't hit it quite hard enough. It was on the green at one time and then rolled all the way back down to the bottom of the hill again. I'm like, oh boy, I could be doing this all day. So I uh, 
hit, hit a chip up there, had about a seven footer, but it was a kind of downhill quick one. So I was like, well, let's just make sure we make no worse than five here. Uh, I can recoup from there. So I missed that one. Uh, but then had a few good holes after that. So, well, I was going to say, so you come off six and, and, you know, I'm not sure, you know, at what point, I, and I think you probably were still tied for the lead or, or, or right there, maybe still leading yeah. that one. But um, so you probably the most important stretch of the tournament, uh, you birdie seven, eight, nine. And, right. you know, so I played Sunday morning and that's when it was starting to get really, really windy. Um, and seven was in a hard crosswind. Um, and uh, eight and nine are just tough holes. Those are, you know, sure. maybe two of the tougher holes at Brookwood in, in period. So what, what happened on those holes were, I mean, you basically kind of, kind of gave you the edge to win the tournament on the back nine. <clears throat> well, it, it kind of just all went back to the putter again. I mean, I, I was hitting the ball fine. My, I, I hit one bad tee shot. I was on hole one on Sunday. And uh, I'll kind of go back to there. And and uh, it went in the green side or the fairway bunker on the left-hand side, the, the second mm-hmm. one. So I didn't even shoot a number to the pin because I went and looked at it. And it was like in a rake mark and there was sand all over behind the ball. So um, I was probably, I don't know, I was at least 50 yards behind those guys. And then they, they pounded them off one. I was like, oh, great. This is going to be a long day. So... Uh, I just tried wedging a nine iron out of there, something short of that next, like 50 to 60 yard bunker that's up there to short of the green. And it got into that one. So I was like, oh man, now I got a 60 yard bunker shot. And both those guys were on the green already. They hit it in two. And so I hit a really good bunker shot there. It landed about 10 foot short and then backed up a little bit. But then I made that putt to make birdie. And then both those guys two putted. So I felt like I stole one there for sure. And then, and then on two, I made about another 12 footer. They both missed theirs. So uh, putter was feeling good. And then, so we get to after the double bogey on six, get to seven, hit probably my longest drive of the day there. I mean, I just absolutely pounded it into the wind. Like I can hit this like low bullet shot that just goes through the wind and runs. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite shots to hit and then uh, hit a kind of a three wood on the, I was on the upslope kind of flew up in the air and then hit an okay chip, but not as good as it should have been. I was about 20 yards short of the green, but then I made about a 20 footer for birdie there too. And then, so I was like, man, you know, it's just, you know, sometimes you can putt and never make anything. And sometimes you can putt where they all go in the, the holes looking like a big bucket at that point. So Go to number eight. I think it was 204 to the pin, and it was kind of in into the left, hit a five iron. Uh, actually started that one online. I started it just right the green, the wind blew it towards the pin, had about 30 feet there, hit the putt, and as soon as it was going, I knew it was in. I just kind of walked it in and picked out the hole and and then uh went to nine and hit a good drive and uh had about a 15 footer there and made that one too. So it was just, you know, I mean, the putter was red hot. Was... After, after you birdie nine, you, you make three in a row. Is there, is there a change in your mindset to, to maybe, 
I don't know, shoot, you know, play for the center of the green, you know, to just, you know, to take any sort of big numbers out of play or was the foot still a little bit on the gas knowing guys can. It was still on the gas. I mean, I, I, uh, just didn't hit it as close, you know, or, well, I wasn't really hitting it close then anyways, but, uh, I actually missed quite a few putts on the back that were good putts that just didn't go in, you know, so I might've tamed my speed down just a hair because, I didn't want to start blowing them four feet by and miss the, you know, miss one of those. So I was maybe putting six, six inch past speed on them instead of like two foot past speed. So, uh, but man, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. And, and I, I felt like once I, I, I did bogey 11 and then I think Keith might've only been one or two back cause he birdied, uh, 12. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't birdie 12. I, hard 13 and 14 or 12 and 13. And then 14 was that par three. I felt like that was a crucial hole because just at least get away with par there. And, you know, it was playing tough. And then, you know, those guys were, uh, you know, not really making a ton of birdies either. So I was like, well, let's just, you know, just try to keep hitting greens, give myself chances and, you know, if somebody does come back from behind and beat me, I, you know, I've at least got a chance, you know, coming in down the stretch, but, uh, you know, it ended up working out. And birdie 17 to. Yeah. Yeah. That was huge. Give you even extra cushion. And I think at that point Hayden had, had posted uh nine under. So, yeah. Um, which made 18, you know, pretty much just, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hit a good drive there and actually hit an awful second shot and had like one foot in the bunker, one foot out of the bunker, like turned it. I wasn't in the bunker, but, mm-hmm. but I hit a pretty decent chip up there and had about 10 footer. And I, my only thought was just to, I was trying to make it, but you know, just, <laughs> just, just die it in there if it goes in. So, you know, you walk off the green, are you feeling, what do you think at this point? It's just like, you know, and I don't know where this compares to, you know, maybe all the wins you've had in your life. Um, I mean, this is definitely the biggest one for sure. I mean, uh, you know, and the, and the crazy thing was I was like, still, even on that last putt on 18, like I, I I knew I won by two, but I was still grinding. I was trying to read it and go through my routine. I kind of picked up a solid putting routine and I just stuck with it the whole way. And, uh, so I just, you know, tried to go through my same routine because you never know I could four putt it. I mean, (laughs) crazier things have happened. So, you know, I was like just trying to go through my routine and, and, uh, you know, it, you know, two part of that made par and, you know, the rest is history. So, you know, so you mentioned the, the putter change, you said June you said at some point. It was after the coyote one. I, okay. I think I finished third there, Okay. but I mean, I hit the ball phenomenal, but just putted awful. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't make, I mean, I couldn't make anything. The greens were aerified, but I, even if they weren't aerified, it wouldn't have mattered. It it was that bad. So I just had to get something different. And, uh, I used the pro shop credit from that one and picked up an odyssey two ball. And I, I just kind of fell in love with it right away. So my, my question, and this kind of maybe is a, is a large question with, with your, you know, I guess practice and, and what's your, what's your, 
sort of your, your week looks like week to week with, you know, how much you practice for you know, playing, but um, mm-hmm. is that just something that, you know, when you picked it up, you hit a few putts, you, you felt great with it, or is that something that you had to really, you know, spend a lot of time on the putting green, you know, each, you know, week to week to kind of get that feel. I did spend a lot of time on the putting green. The one thing was I felt like my, I had a spider putter before in it. I've had two or three different ones of those and uh, loved them, you know, you know, putted really good, won a lot of tournaments with, with one of them. I actually sold it to my uncle, but uh, you know, so I picked up this new one and it, it was never quite the same. I just felt like it was always a little bit open. So like I was just cutting putts, no matter what I tried to do, you know, I was missing them to the right. So this one actually rolled straight. So instead of aiming like a straight putt, like left center or something, it was actually going straight. So I I had to get used to like actually aiming where I'm supposed to aim and not playing for a little push cut. If that makes any sense. I don't know if anybody else ever does that, but (laughs) that's what I was, that's what I had to do with that other putter. So it did take a little bit of time and, and putting is just all confidence. I mean, if you're feel like you can make it, but you, you know, you're yeah, probably going yeah. to, if you're walking up there defeated already, you're probably not going to make it. <laughs> um, what, so when you're working on your game, is it, what, do you feel like you just want to get out there and, and play holes or do you, you know, how, how, how do you balance that with, with, you know, beating balls at the range? Uh, I mean, I don't actually hit a ton of range balls. I, uh, I, I play Tuesday, Thursday golf league. Um, so I'll get there about an hour ahead and putt for about 30 minutes and maybe hit balls for about 10 to 15 minutes just to get loosened up. Um, but I, over the, over the winters though, I do hit a lot of balls. Um, uh, cobblestone has a golf simulator. I'll hit in that probably two or three days a week. And so I felt like two or three days a week wasn't enough. And I, I probably hitting balls in the winter every week for four or five years now. And it's definitely improved my game. Like I don't like basically once winter's done, I'm, you know, off the ground running kind of mid season form already. And so I decided to put a golf simulator in my garage. And so that's where I do most of my hitting is in there. Um, You know, I get all the data I need and got a projector and everything. You know, it's a good one too. So uh, that's definitely, I mean, as soon as I got it, I bet you I've hit, I hit in there for a month straight, you know, and my ball striking just improved immediately just as far as hitting everything solid. And so I, I haven't really changed anything. All I really work on is my alignment and, and uh, staying loose and, you know, staying stretched out. Uh, that was going to be my next question was, is uh, do you consider yourself more technical or feel? It sounds like maybe on the side of, of feel. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't work on my swing. Uh, I, I've never really had that many lessons. Um, you know, I have had some, but there was more just alignment and it was never like technically with my swing. It was more just alignment and, you know, grip and, you know, maybe a few other minor things, but, um, I'm basically just working on just basic fundamentals all the time. Just getting those dialed in. Yeah. Let's, I always feel like, you know, if you got those down, then everything else kind of falls into place. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm still working on that part uh, <laughs> for myself. <laughs> um, I'm telling you what, it's not easy. I, 
I, I hit a lot of balls, but it, you know, and then, you know, it's just one thing that, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, they're crushed on the range, but then can't take it to the course. So yeah. you do have to have, have that fine balance to where you're playing enough because you know, a lot of golf is no shots the same when you're out on the course. Yeah, for you sure. Know, so, you know, and that's, that's why I like kind of just playing holes because, you know, you get different sort of lies, you know, there's a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a downhill lies, a little bit of a side hill lie. And, sure. you know, some of the, some of the range stuff can't replicate what you're going to see on the course. And, it uh, can't but, for sure. And, and, uh, and plus on the range, you're hitting them, you know, one after another on the course you're you know, you got time in between shots too. So, uh, but yeah, I, I do try to, balance it out i probably play you know three or four days a week so i mean sometimes more depending on the weeks and tournaments and stuff like that um i think when i had the stadium i i had a stretch i played like i don't know 13 out of 14 days or 12 out of 14 days or something so i had to take a little break you know just getting a little mental fatigue for sure i was you know just exhausted but uh you know, the, the stadium was fun. I haven't played that in probably 20 years. So I played in that just because it was at Sycamore. Yeah. What's, uh, so what's, what's left the rest of this season, um, after the city here? Uh, me and Scott are playing at the pro scratch at Sycamore again in September. Um, and then other than like the local club championship and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a few odds and ends things, that's about it. Nice. About all I have left on the table, and and you remember at Cobblestone, correct? Yeah, yep. I play there. Yep. I live about five minutes from there, so it's real convenient. And got a bunch of buddies up there that we play with. We have a good Sunday, you know, Saturday Sunday group. And we have about thirty guys that go out there and play. So it's a lot of fun. Well, uh, Rory, I, I appreciate you coming on and talking about the city. Um, I know you've been one of the dominant names in the Fort Wayne golf scene for the last three or four years. So uh, I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, talking about about the victory. And, uh, you know, it's good for people to kind of get some insight into who you are. And, and um, yeah, man, just, yeah, congrats. I know there's a lot of people that were happy for you. Yeah, thanks a lot, Phil. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Hey, man, anytime you want to come on and talk golf, just uh, hit me up. Uh, okay sounds good we'll do the thing everyone thanks for listening to uh your best bet and uh we'll be back with uh we got a bunch of football stuff coming uh in the next month so uh, check us out all right thanks for listening